Publisher Podcast, Episode 64. Well, hey, hey, everybody. I'm Alexa Bigwarf, publisher and uh, host of the Publisher Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about storytelling. So there's storytelling and then there's storytelling, which can be used by you as a marketing tool to get into the world, the story behind you, the story behind your books, all of those types of things. As authors, as writers, as creatives in this publishing world, we are very used to the idea of telling a story when we're writing our actual stories. But when it comes to storytelling about ourselves, sometimes this can get really challenging. But people ask me all the time, what can I be posting on social media? How do I get in front of my audience? How do I build my audience? All of those things. And it often comes down to the stories that you're sharing about you, about your work, about your books, about everything going on around that. So I'm really excited today to bring you April Pertwee, and she's going to dig into this and give you some actionable tips on how you can find your story and use that to help you market yourself, market your books, build your author platform, and more. So I hope you enjoy the show. If you're really loving our podcast, I would ask you a big favor to please subscribe to us and to leave us a review. This really helps other people who may be interested in this information see it more availably as well. Is availably a word? I'm not even sure. But anyway, if you could help us with that, that would be great. And also, please make sure you go to womeninpublishingsummit.com and check out our upcoming events. We have free and paid training workshops every single month, and there's certainly something there that can help you in your journey in writing, publishing, and selling. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Publish Her Podcast, a place where you can come to get inspiration, motivation, help, encouragement, and support in your journey to write, publish, and sell your book, hosted by Alexa Bigwarf. Cause I've been where you've been And I felt what you're feeling And I don't wanna get in your way All right, everyone, I'm really pleased to bring you on the Publisher Podcast today, April Adams Pertwee. Now, April is not only the master storyteller in my mind, but she's also just a really fun person. And I had the opportunity to meet her live and go drink margaritas and eat uh, nachos and guacamole with her. When we my went kind out. of girl. Yes, exactly. When we went out to a, a, um, a business building um, event in Montana last year, which was the first time I had gotten together with people in over a year. It was so exciting and so much fun. And of course, margaritas and nachos, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> what else do you need? I, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> but April has a really awesome business um, around helping business owners. And as she and I were discussing before I kicked off this podcast, authors, whether you are writing a journal, a guidebook, a children's book, uh, a fiction book, or any of those things, you are a business owner. You have a product to sell. You need to consider yourself as running a business, which is why I teach the author of, I mean, the business of being an author because it is a business. So we're going to talk about how storytelling can help you as you're growing your business as an author and the importance of that whole process. So let me tell you her official bio here. She's the CEO and founder of Light Beamers, where she equips and empowers women to tell their story. She's a former television journalist and has worked in video marketing for over 20 years. And she has a firm belief that everybody has a story, whether or not there's trauma involved, right? Or loss yep. involved. Yep, yep. <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, I adore you. We've been trying to get this scheduled for a long time and I'm really excited to just have you come tell our audience about, about let's just start with the basic, like what is storytelling as it comes to um, marketing yourself and marketing your business and books? Storytelling is one of those concepts that's, you know, in, in the, in the most recent years has become a buzzword in the marketing space. And um, it, it can kind of seem very ethereal and, and complicated and hard and like, you know, technical and am I doing it right? And I don't really know how to tell my story. And I get a lot of that for sure. But at the end of the day, storytelling is really just a form of communication and sharing your journey with someone else. That's really all it is. You're just sharing your journey with someone else. And so if you can, if you can sort of do a recap of your life, now there's some technical things around I always say, don't tell stories in chronological order. We don't want you to just recap it from the time you were born to the time you turned 40. That's not a great way to tell a story, but really you're just picking out parts of your experiences on your on the timeline of your life and sharing the impact um, that that experience may have had on you, the lessons that you've learned along the way and the transformations that have unfolded. I specialize in transformational storytelling and people's stories. So I don't tell stories for commercials. I don't write movie scripts. Um, I'm really in the business of telling people's stories, human people living in reality and um, focusing on stories that they have inside of them that are transformational. And as you pointed out earlier, it doesn't mean you have to have survived some sort of significant trauma or event to have a transformational story. And that's what I really help my clients with is understanding what are the transformative periods of their own life and how to use those to be illustrations of light and positivity and teaching for other people. And that as a business owner, that magnetizes people to you. And that's what you wanna do as a business owner, we all need to have an audience. So really storytelling just becomes a tool for audience building. Well, and when you think about it, I mean, if we just pull ourselves back and look at our society as it is right now, I mean, we are obsessed with knowing the behind the scenes, who's doing right. what, why they're doing it, why it's happening, this and that and that. And, you know, as an author, we are all now public figures as well as storytellers. Like now we have put ourselves, the, the, the main question, if nothing else, the biggest story that people are always fascinated by is Every time you say, I just wrote a book, I just published a book, like yeah. there's a billions questions that come out of that. That's a story in itself. It totally is. You know, we at Light Beamers just launched um, a collaborative book and um, I've just taken that ride with 14 other, with 13 other women. And it has been a huge part of what we have taught is share the behind the scenes, talk about the experience, talk about the journey of writing, talk about the journey of putting your, putting your work out there. And you realize the day, you know, the day that you realized, holy crap, someone's actually going to read this now. I mean, those are all big experiences that authors are having along the journey to becoming a published author, no yeah. matter if it's your first time becoming published, or if this is now your 27th book, the experiences change and there's something different and unique each time you do it. And people love to go on that journey with you because in, especially in the author world, because there are so many people 
out there that have never written a book, but yet they've dreamt of it or they've been curious about it. And many of them probably never will write a book. Right. And so they are living vicariously through the experience of the author sharing that journey. So that's a simple way to tell stories and not to overlook the really simple stories that are right in front of you. Well, and you know, obviously with um, with some genres, it's a whole lot easier to come up with stories. Obviously, if I'm writing a nonfiction book about health or yeah. this or that, you know, telling someone how I overcame the loss of, uh, of an infant or anything like that, like those stories come very, very naturally. It's, you know, pulling the stories from other places. But, I, you know, as, as we were just discussing here, like it's making my mind just go bonkers thinking about all the times, for example, when you see that for I'm speaking to fiction authors right now, because mm-hmm. this is a question I get from them so much right now is, well, what stories do I pull? Well, think about how many times in movies or TV shows, there's an author. I just watched three movies over the past month where the main figure was an author or a publisher. Like people are so interested in that behind the scenes thing or Z on um, the story of Zelda Fitzgerald and, and, you know, their life. Like there's, there's not only the stories of you as the author, there's the stories of your characters. There's the stories behind why you decided to write that story. I'm excited to get into storytelling about my first fiction book, which is coming out in August, fingers crossed. But, um, I was thinking about it today, like the fact that if anybody ever asked me why I wrote this book, you know, and if it's true, like it's actually a combination of three different guys Mm -hmm. and three different love stories that I pulled pieces from to inspire like that in itself. I could talk about so much like their story. Absolutely. Paris it's in Paris. Gosh, there's so much to talk about there. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. Like character development and you know, how the ideas come to you. And like with fiction writers, it might be sharing the story of your writing desk and where is the special place in your house that you write? Um, Can you write anywhere? Do you have to be in a mood? I mean, like people want to know all these little things. It's like, as an entrepreneur, one of the biggest things in our world is like, we always want to know what other successful entrepreneurs are doing. Like what's their morning routine? What are they drinking in their coffee? I mean, they it's meditate. little stupid, silly <laughs> details, but, but it's, it's just a way that we really open up the curtain of our life. And yeah. we're no longer standing on the stage being the limelight. We're actually taking them backstage and showing them what does it look like in the makeup room, right? What does it look like while you're getting your hair done? Like the proverbial sense of that, right? right? And so, you know, before the book is a bestseller, before the book is out on, you know, all of the all of the bookshelves, what did it take to get the book there? What did it take for you? Like, do you sit down? How many words can you write in a day? And what does that take from you? And again, where does your inspiration come from? When did you first know you wanted to be a writer? Um, what sort of influences have you had as a writer who were mentors in your life? These are all stories that you could be telling in on your channels. And by doing that, what that does is raise the curiosity level of your audience and make them more hungry to actually go read the book. So now you're actually selling the book without selling the book. You're just by talking about your own experiences, your own behind the scenes, the peeling the curtain back you're actually selling your book. So this is the question that's popping into my mind. As we discuss this back and forth, it seems so easy, but you wouldn't have a job if it was so easy. Why (laughs) is this so hard for people? (laughs) 
you're so right about that. And I can attest that it is hard because my background, you said in the, in the beginning, you know, I, I started out as a journalist. And so my job has always been to sit in the interview chair and talk to people and find the stories for them, right. And help pull that story out. And that has always come very easy to me because I'm a curious person. <laughs> I have lots of questions. And if I think of a question, I pretty much will ask it. I don't really have a filter and I'm not scared um, I, I do a lot of work, obviously, to make sure that my guest is comfortable and that you know this conversation is safe. But beyond that, I will I will go and ask the deep, hard questions, and as a result, I pull out some really powerful stories. Now, having said all of that, when I too started growing my business, and I took my I really took my business to a whole different level when I started my company called Lightbeamers, um, and I took it largely online. I realized that I had to actually do the things that I tell other people to do. I actually had to go build my own audience. I had to tell my own story. I had to do all the things around visibility um, and getting myself out there and sharing my own behind the scenes stories along the way. And it was hysterical, right? Because then it's like, oh, now I know why everyone struggles with this because <laughs> I struggled with it too. You know, uh, about a year and a half ago, it's coming up now on two years ago, I started a podcast called The Inside Story. And the and immediately, you know, I, I, I told myself, now, April, the easy thing would be to make this podcast interviews every single week because, oh my gosh, I could do those in my sleep. But I said, no, in order to do this, I mean, I am going to do interviews because that's, I mean, that is my jam and I love it. And that's where I get a lot of energy. But if I'm going to share a story, if I'm going to create a podcast called The Inside Story, I must be willing to share my own inside stories along the way. And I have documented this on that podcast on a regular basis. You can go listen to any of my solo episodes and you're going to hear me talk about it. Like, okay, you guys, you know, this is hard for me. And I've shared openly that sharing my own story has been difficult mm -hmm. because I think we all think the same thing, you know, like, well, does anybody really want to hear this? And, and why does this matter? And this is so insignificant and my story doesn't matter or my story is not big enough. We talked about not having big trauma in your life. And so I don't have one of those stories. Um, I play all those same stupid characters in my head saying the same thing as everyone else out there. What I know to be true about storytelling is that when we share our stories, we truly do shine a light for other people. And I hang on to that like, like a beacon. And so on the days that it's hard for me to dig out my own story, I remember my mission, which is to shine a light into the world. That's the whole, you know, meaning of light beamers. <laughs> and so basically what that means is I, it's not about me. Yeah. It's not about me. It's not about my uncomfortableness. It's not about my comfort level. It's not about my fear. What it's about is the people that I want to serve. And so then I got to get out of my own way and I have to trust the process to what I already know to be true about storytelling is that if I'll just share the darn story, let it be what it's supposed to be. Let, let the audience decide if it mattered to them or not. Let the audience decide if they could relate. Let the audience decide if, um, you know, they could gain any value or insight by me sharing my story. 
we have to release the outcome. We just have to trust the process. And of course I can sit here as a story coach and tell you every single time it will make an impact. It will land with someone else. They will resonate with your story. They will find pieces of themselves in your story. They will be inspired by your story. They will learn from your story. They will, they will be, again, they will be magnetized to you more and more because you were vulnerable and real and you shared the story that really matters. Um, if I, if that were not true, I absolutely would be out of business. Well, I mean, I just think now, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a writer, maybe, and I've always loved reading and I love stories, but I don't know. I think it's human nature though, because yeah. things like uh, the inventing Anna and um, the bachelor and survivor, like <laughs> those types of things wouldn't do well if we weren't as humans, like right. naturally so intrigued by what makes other people make decisions and, and why they're doing things and what's happening. And when I, I, I don't want to sound like peeping Tom or anything, but whenever, <laughs> where's this about to go? You might be wondering, <laughs> Okay. when I take walks in the evening, like, or when I'm driving, I often find myself looking in people's windows yeah. when the lights are on, because I wonder What's happening in their living room right now? Are they watching? Well, you're making up a story. You like oh, yeah. your, your mind will go right. wild and it's fun to imagine what that person, that the people that live in that house, what is their yeah. story? What do they do for a living? What are they talking about tonight at dinner? I do How the are they same driving thing. that car. <laughs> like, yeah. I want that car. <laughs> ah, exactly. All those things. Like it's just, it's so, and even like with the authors that I work with, I mean, there's not a person yet that I've talk to that I wasn't fascinated by their journey or their story. They've all oh, been through something. Absolutely. Phenomenally interesting. And no matter what if they're right. And they don't think it's interesting, right? right? They're like, really? That's, that's, and I get that all the time too. Like, really? That's what I should be talking about. And I'm like, yes, go share that with your audience, please. You know, and I've had the same experience and you know, my philosophy that everyone does have a story continues to hold true. And I've been doing this work for over 25 years. I've made a career of storytelling since I, you know, graduated college with a journalism degree and really even before that. Um, so I've been doing this a while and I've interviewed a lot of people and I've worked with a lot of clients and, you know, I've had some pretty extraordinary experiences in that, you know, that span of time. And I will tell you, Never, ever, ever, ever have I walked away from a conversation or an interview and thought to myself, well, gosh, that person sure doesn't have a story. I don't know what the <laughs> heck I'm going to do with this one. You know, like I'm going to have to get blood out of a turnip. No, that's not at all what I think. Every single time I walk away going, wow, this is amazing. This is incredible. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so important to share. Wow. This is really needed in our world right now. Like I always find the things that I wish this person would share more of that. They're not, they're not sharing it. And so, you know, the goal is to get, to draw that out of them, to put that out there, not so that it'll sell a book. I mean, selling a book is certainly a great thing individually for all of us as business owners and as authors, but it's really more about making an impact. It's really about reaching people, allowing your audience and your readers to go on that journey with you. Yep. And you have no idea what that can do for someone else on their journey. It may make, it may help them make a decision in life that they are currently contemplated. It may keep them from committing suicide. It may help them save a marriage. 
It may help them grieve loss of a child, right? Like it's big what our words can do. And we should never, ever, 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 ever underestimate them or play small. And I know you work mostly with entrepreneurs, business owners, nonfiction writers, but as you were speaking, like the thing that was running through my head, if I was a fiction writer sitting here listening to this and I'm thinking objections, because that's what people do, right? I, I object to what I'm not objecting. I'm just saying I can imagine. Yeah, you're thinking like think. that, right? I'm thinking like, I don't care about Diana Gabaldon. I bought Outlander when I was 19. Well, actually I didn't buy it. My mom gave it to me. And then I read all of her books, not because I knew anything about her, but because, but here's the difference and that I want to bring forward is that for most of us listening to this podcast and going through my programs and things like that, we're self-published authors. Diana Gabaldon has, I don't know who published her book, Random House, one of the big ones, one of the big ones. Like she has them to create a story. She has a marketing machine behind her. Exactly. She has all of that. Same with James Patterson, same with Stephen all King. All of them, same all the greats. Brene Brown, well, Brene Brown's the queen of storytelling. So that's a horrible example. But all of those big ones, like, they have a machine, like you just said, a machine to tell those stories for them. But us as, as people that the world doesn't know yet, like that's how we have to get them to know, to care about us, to care about our books, no matter what we're writing. That is absolutely the truth. You, it is nearly impossible to compare you if we, and, and myself included, you know, um, to someone who has achieve that level of success and notoriety because they now have those marketing machines behind them and they don't really have to tell their story anymore. But I promise you when they go on a book tour or they get invited to Oprah or Ellen DeGeneres or any of those big things, you better be ready to tell your story. You can't talk about your characters in your fiction book at that point. You've got, that's not interesting because they could just go read the book. Right. They're inviting you to come on that TV show or to be on that podcast interview because they want more. Yeah. And now is the opportunity. And this is what we teach around visibility in my audience and with my clients is that the, the book is just the door opener. And yes, that book can take the reader on that fiction journey and we can live in those stories and be impacted. But in order to stay viable and relevant, those authors have to keep working. They have to keep going out there and sharing their work. It's even like, um, I don't know if you've ever read the book, um, The Middle Finger Project by Ash Amberge. It's a not. fabulous book for entrepreneurs, if you know, or any just really anybody, because it really is about tackling imposter syndrome and things like that. But she talks about Brad Pitt. She's like, when Brad Pitt, like Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt doesn't have to sell a movie, right? Because he's Brad Pitt. I right. mean, he just has to show up and we want to look at him and we'll buy a ticket, right? Yeah, when those movies come out, what does Brad Pitt do? He, like everybody else in the industry, has to go on all of the entertainment shows and do interviews. He's on um, the, you know, the Today Show, the Tonight Show, the Every Show in Between, um, entertainment tonight. I mean, all of these, I don't even watch these anymore, so I can't name them, but it's all those types of shows. Brad Pitt is out there selling Brad Pitt and he's right, doing not it, not about talking the about the movie. Right. Half the time, they're not bit. even talking about the movie. They're talking right. about Brad Pitt. Right. That's so true. And even on the author example, like if you think about, let's Stephen King is a great example. Obviously the most famous horror writer out there guess what one of his most selling books is on writing because on writing. people want to know his 
his story, how he wrote, how many times yes. he was rejected, what happened yes. to him in the process, why he writes a crazy horror, you know, like people want to know those stories too. So yeah. It, it's, That's- it's something that, um, everyone needs to get a little bit more comfortable with. And I think social media has done a, there's been a great service that it's provided us. I'm a big fan of social media and I use it uh, widely and I teach my clients how to use it in a positive way. I also think it's done a great disservice that we are looking at it as, you know, the, the selfie self-indulgent society And that's not what we're saying here. It's not that you have to air all your dirty laundry or that you have to take gratuitous selfies and filter yourself to to kingdom come. That's not what it's about. It's actually really about treating your audience like they are a best friend. And once you learn to treat your audience like they are a best friend and you actually see them as such, you will naturally share stories. You will remove the veil. You'll hold on to that beacon like I do. And remember that I can just share my story so that it will shine a light. Best friends want to support each other. Best friends say, hey girl, I've been there and I've I've got the t-shirt and let me show you how to navigate this, this so that I can shortcut the experience for you. You know, we, we share our experiences, not so that we can air dirty laundry or show how great we are. We share our experiences so that it may help and serve someone else, even from the standpoint of where do you do your best writing? Because maybe that will get someone else just thinking about um, where do they do their best work? Maybe they're not even writers, but it gets people thinking. It opens up lines of communication. That's why I talk about storytelling as a communication tool. It creates conversation. It helps you build your audience. And then from that opportunities of unbelievable magnitude will open. But it's really just that, just treating your audience like a best friend. And, um, you know, I would imagine that any, any author, whether they're a fiction writer or they are nonfiction. Well, I, I hope that this is what authors are doing is that you're thinking about who you're writing this book for. Yes. You're thinking about who's going to read it, yes. who's going to be in the bookstore and we'll pick it up. Yes. Um, I hope that on days when you're struggling to write, you think about that person. Yeah. Um, the things, the days where you have writer's block, you get back into the, the mindset and the visualization of a stranger walking into a Barnes and Noble and buying in your book and discovering your work for the first time ever. And it gets you out of that space. And so again, you've got to get intimate with your audience and you've got to understand who your readers are and you've got to treat them like a best friend. And if they are your best friend, you're going to share stories. We talk about this so, so much knowing who your reader is and showing up to connect with them. And we did an email marketing workshop not too long ago and same kind of conversation around, you know, it's not about trying to like, because people are having a hard time imagining what do I put in a newsletter? And this, and the trainer said, you know, this is similar to what you just said, like you're creating a relationship with these people think about. And she said very similarly, write a letter to your, write a newsletter or an email to your friend, talk to them like you would your friend. And it, it is, it's so much about that. And, and, you know, the, the power of like, I don't, the power of books is tremendous. So for it's any tremendous. author, for any author to say that they don't know if anyone's going to be interested in them or the impact. I mean, I just think that's silly. I think about the impact the books have had on me since the time I can remember hearing my parents read them, you know, they've just, 
impacted every my my whole life. And whether it's healing, whether it's just a story that just took me away. And then when I finished the book, I felt like my best friend had died, like that just, (laughs) that just captured Mm -hmm. me so much, or whether it's something that I learned or how I improved myself. Like there's just, there's so much, so much to these books and the stories behind the books and all that. And it just, it's, I just think that where people get, where it gets hard is when someone steps back Cause I know just like you, I have the same, the same mindset block. It's crazy. Isn't it? I'm like, do I have anything I can share that would be interesting to people? <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's like, that's insane. When I, I think, know. of course I do. And of and course you do being egotistical. That's just being, I'm in this place. I'm writing these books. If I have nothing to tell people, then I don't need to be writing books. Right. 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 Well, and I think that's probably why, you know, I do have a successful business is because that's what I help people with is just on the day to day basis. You know, I'm, I'm sharing story prompts. I'm giving them ideas. I'm asking them probing questions to get them to think about, oh yeah, you're right. That is probably a cool story I could share because you're not thinking of it, right? You have, we're in our day to day. We're in the, the grind of the writing and the publishing and the working with you, like you, Alexa, working with clients, but your authors, I mean, they're in that day-to-day of not only being an author, but being a mom, being a dad, you know, maybe holding down a full-time job while they're also writing. That's a whole nother story you could be sharing. Um, (laughs) You know, and so we, we're just so busy in the thick of it that we don't often remove ourselves to kind of get that aerial view of our own story, to find those transformative periods and those moments in our life that are pivotal. So, you know, that's where having a community like ours at Light Beamers will help you understand these little stories that you could, you could use that become big um, impressions on the audience at large. And I think that that's, I mean, I need it too. You know, I, I do this work for others, but I have to sometimes turn, turn the wand on myself and remind myself. I mean, I use my own story prompts. There's no way. Otherwise I don't, I don't think of this stuff on my own. Are you kidding me? I'm the same way. I'm like, okay, what am I going to talk about today? I have nothing to talk about. I'm washed up. I might as well close my doors. All those thoughts go through my head, but I'm like, no, no, no. Let me just go back into the tools and the resources that I have. And there you go. You know, then it's like, oh, okay. Now I got something I can go talk about. And then I go share it. And then that opens up a line of communication and conversation. And now, you know, next thing you know, it, someone's telling me, oh my gosh, this is so helpful. Or thank you so much. I mean, they're validating the process yeah, absolutely. once I put it back out there. And, and then it was like, okay, you're right. Now I got to do that again. You know, I've got to wake up the next day, do that again. And over time, it gets easier yeah, and easier course. and easier for sure. Um, it doesn't remain hard forever, I promise. Otherwise, people like Brene Brown would not have become Brene Brown, right? Right. right. If it you really can't, does get easier yeah. and the momentum builds behind you. And then before you know it, you you very well may be finding yourself at one of the top five publishing houses getting, you know, random house coming to select you to to be their next author. I don't know, but you know, all I know is. That's pro- even if that was the goal, even if that was the goal ultimately, and you think that's the pinnacle of my success, I can almost guarantee you. But that by the time you actually achieve that go- goal, 
you will realize that that was actually not what mattered the most to you. What mattered the most to you was the journey along the way and how you've been able to connect with people because you shared part of that journey with them. Amen. I love that. Um, You know, gosh, this has been such a great conversation and I'm glad we'll be having you come back in our community to teach in Book Launch in a Box, um, which is very exciting. But I want to just say, you know, as authors, and I know this because I'm an author as well as publishing coach, but like there's a thousand things thrown at us. So I know people Uh are probably thinking now, how do I add this in? How do I do all this? Well, April has a great tool for you. She does have her light beamers membership, which has these tools for you. The, what all do you guys, you said the story prompts, but coaching, what, what all is in your program and how do people find it? Yes. So we are, my main company, my company is called Light Beamers and inside Light Beamers, I run a program called the Visibility Accelerator. And that is really for you to figure out how to magnify your story and obviously get visible with that story. And that is a monthly membership program where inside we are delivering weekly story prompts. We actually have really an unlimited uh, amount of, I actually have a whole resource built for the um, members of that called 365 days of stories. So nice. I'll give you a story every single day that you could share and we do monthly coaching. So I get in there and work with, you know, the members on their story. Um, they can submit things for feedback. Uh, if you're writing a talk or you're going to deliver a workshop or you're writing a social media post or you're planning a book launch and you need a plan, like any of those things, like I will help you navigate that through our monthly coaching calls. And we also have guest experts that come in. Um, you are planning to be one of those as well. So guest experts on anything from you know, social media platforms to navigate to obviously writing and publishing to um, email campaigns. I mean, just all the things that go into marketing ourselves and getting visible, uh, podcast hosting and guesting, uh, just all kinds of examples of that. There's really five core areas of visibility that I teach um, that you need to be on, really six if you add in social media. But there's so many things around getting yourself visible so that people can discover you so that you can develop that audience so you can connect with those audience. And at the core of it is always going to be storytelling. I'm not teaching anything else except storytelling. Um, And so that's called the visibility accelerator. We also do quarterly challenges together. We're actually getting ready. And this is really relevant to authors. We're getting ready to host a speaker's workshop. That will be our quarterly challenge for our members I'm also inviting my audience to participate in that. That that will be a paid workshop for the rest of the audience, but members will get it for free. We're doing a whole speaker series because um, as, as authors, as business owners, entrepreneurs, whatever you do, right, you will have opportunities. Well, you, you want to create opportunities for speaking. Um, This is an opportunity right now where I am speaking. Podcast guesting is a giant way in which you can get your your name out there, your work out there, your books out there. And so you need to learn how to navigate this speaker's world. And so a lot of people and authors are definitely in this category. They don't see themselves as speakers. They see themselves as authors. Authors need to learn to become speakers 
And I also tell speakers that I work with, you need to become an author. Mm -hmm. So it's a hand in hand deal. Um, and business owners need to know it too. So we do quarterly workshops like that or quarterly challenges. So that's our quarterly workshop coming up. Um, and I, um, I'm leading that. And um, so, yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. It's called the Visibility Accelerator. You can get to it by way of our, our website, lightbeamers.com. So that is how it is. Um, and we have a free community called Lightbeamers Community. That's another place to plug in if you just need a place to get your feet wet. But that's really where you can come in at a baseline level to work with me and let me help you really make story storytelling the secret weapon for you. That's really exciting. I actually was going to ask you when we finished this call, if you did any kind of speaker training, because that's something I'm really interested in. So perfect timing. Oh yeah. Up. I'll get you info on the speakers <laughs> workshop for sure. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you, April. This has been amazing. I think um, I, I think you really boiled it down to why sharing your story as an author is so important and how we really need those stories to build our author businesses and profiles, which at the end of the day, if we want to sell books, we have to be talking to people. Yes. Just, that's just what has to happen. You have, yeah, to you have to get out of your shell. You have to come out from behind the writing desk and get that's out from right. behind your computer and actually connect with people and storytelling is going to help you do that. Right. Thank you so much. And don't forget to head over to lightbeamers.com and check out all of her resources and um, join me in the speaker training if that's of your interest. <laughs> yes. Come join us. Come hang out in that special group. You will learn a lot and it will be something that will be an ongoing resource for you. Plus, it's just a phenomenal community of other amazing people doing big work in the world um, that you will be inspired by their work as well. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time today. Thank you. You don't have to give me your heart. You don't have to give it away. You don't gotta Thank you for joining us on the Publisher Podcast. We hope to see you back for the next episode. Great huge thanks goes to Jasmine Commerce for the use of her song. You can find Jasmine on SoundCloud. Go check out all of her music. We'll see you next time.